Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Temin, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. You might say labor negotiations at the Social Security Administration have been a mixed bag over the past year. The bulk of unionized employees have a new agreement, but only after some tough rulings by the Federal Labor Relations Authority. Now the agency's administrative law judges, who have their own union, say they're encouraged by a finding from the FLRA. Here with the latest, the president of the Association of Administrative Law Judges, Melissa McIntosh. Ms. McIntosh, good to have you back. Thank you. Great to be here. Tell us what the ruling is and what it affects uh, with respect to your ongoing kind of uh, dance with Social Security Administration management. The Federal Labor Relations Authority made a merit determination. The regional director at the Washington office of the FLRA determined that the Social Security Administration interfered with our protected activity and that they interfered with our actions as labor representatives and our ability to do our job under the statute. What had you been doing that they tried to stop you from doing? We were directed to attend a meeting where we were threatened with discipline if we conducted union work consistent with both the contract and a memorandum of understanding. Um, There were several members of management on a telephone call. They read a statement. They asserted they would discipline us if we complied with this memorandum of understanding in exercising our representational duties. I then notified Acting Commissioner Nancy Berryhill of this. There was a follow-up meeting where uh, chief leaders of the SSA uh, leadership team, including the Deputy Commissioner Teresa Gruber, as well as her Assistant Deputy and the Chief Judge Patrick Nagel, um, they told us, in essence, you needed to exercise the chain of command, you need to be patient, and that this was a small matter. We were preparing for contract negotiations, and that's how all of this ties into contract negotiations, when we got the call. So this interfered with our representational duties, our preparation for our contract negotiations. So it was in no way a small matter. Well, this memorandum of understanding, who was it between and when and where was the meeting supposed to take place? Well, the MOU specified that union leaders have um, the ability to perform their representational duties outside of the work area, unlike our counterparts of, of at the agency, NTEU and AFGE, we don't have union offices. So we have to have flexibility on where we can do our work. And they were saying, no, you can't do that anymore. You have to be in the office formally at all times or else you will be disciplined. That's simply not practical. There are privacy interests, privacy issues, and we don't have union office space. And it was between, the the MOU was, of course, between the union and and the agency. So it was a a very aggressive posture. My leadership team and I had just taken office. And it it was unfortunate because it it didn't set the right tone. We really want to work well with the agency. We want to support mission. But this was a very aggressive act that interfered with our, our rights under the statute. Is the implication of what management was telling you that you either had to do this work at night and on weekends somewhere off-site or that you had to go to Hardee's on your lunch hour to do a union business? <laughs> well, if you wanted privacy, you'd have to do it on your own time. Because, again, we have no union office space. So to the extent Hardee's can be private, I suppose that's where you would have to go, but only during your lunch break. 
it was an unusual thing to do, and it was an aggressive thing to do. Further, the agency knew we were preparing for contract negotiations because there was a separate agreement, the ground rules. So for us to order for to call this meeting, threaten us with discipline, while we're preparing for contract negotiations, that paints the whole contract negotiation process. We're speaking with the Association of Administrative Law Judges President, Melissa McIntosh. And just a quick question before we get to the negotiations and the status there. You didn't have office space under the memorandum. Did you have official time, though? Absolutely. We have, and we're currently um, under our contract, The uh, and we do have official time. Uh, that is something that was dramatically cut for um, both NTEU and AFGE. We have not reached agreement, so we have not acquiesced to an aggressive uh, reduction in our official time. We are our matters pending before the impasses panel. Because official time without official space kind of doesn't buy you much, does it? Well, it doesn't. You can you can arguably in your work area do union work. But there is no privacy, and what's more, um, there's an issue of Internet access. There's no privacy there if you use government equipment. And we try to limit uh, the use of the government equipment and keep our union work um, off of it for privacy purposes. So it really hamstrings us to do our job, that attempt to you know, really repudiate that MOU and, and force us into the office where we can be monitored and have, have no privacy. It was it was just really an extraordinary act, and that's why I took the measure of, of letting the acting commissioner know what had happened. And what was the reaction, and I guess now that you have had this decision from the regional director of the Federal Labor Relations Authority that the threat was contrary to what you're allowed to do, what happens next and what is management saying about this now? Well, I haven't heard any response from management yet. But it's pending because there is no general counsel. So the regional director makes a merit determination. And their next step is to attempt a settlement between the union and the agency. If there is no settlement that we both agree to, it's just pending until a general counsel is finally placed at the Federal Labor Relations Authority. Uh, And I, I don't know, and I don't think anybody knows when that's going to happen. Sure, or what types of rulings you'll get when there is one in place, because that is a political appointee. And what is the status of your contract negotiations, the bigger issue here? We are before the impasses panel, and we are arguing that the Federal Service impasses panel is not constitutionally constructed. And what I mean is this. These panel members are political appointees. However, consistent with Article 2, Section 2 of the Appointments Clause, they need to be both appoint, nominated and then confirmed by the Senate. None of them have been confirmed by the Senate. Principal officers have a great deal of authority and latitude. They only answer um, to the president. Uh, these are principal officers. Uh, the impasse panel decisions are not reviewable. They have absolute say over federal sector contracts. They're very powerful positions. So we are putting forward that the panel cannot properly take jurisdiction over us until they're properly constructed. And one of the questions I know that the Association of Administrative Law Judges had with the agency, with Social Security, was who you should report to as a group of judges. And your feeling earlier when we spoke was that you should report to a political appointee based on the 
independence of the judiciary section of SSA. What is the current status of that question? Well, it's interesting how uh, the, the issue with our contract intersects with the issue of our reporting structure, because it's, it's related in the same way, because our reporting chain of command stops at an employee, and that's actually Deputy Commissioner Gruber, who was named in, in our unfair labor practice charge. So she is not appointed by um, the president, um, rather nominated by the president, confirmed by the Senate. And, and so the, the reporting structure in relation to a recent Supreme Court case called Lucia is not proper. We first alerted the agency about this on March 1st, uh, and we've yet to hear anything. I had a very brief opportunity to speak with Commissioner Saul, and, and I did bring it to his attention. And, and again, we have not had any uh, feedback or response. We think it's an important issue because we really all must comply with the United States Constitution. I think that's imperative. So right now, then, the status of the union, you're waiting on the effects of a lot of questions and rulings, but nothing really final yet. This is an unsettled, um, uncertain time, I think, for everybody in the federal sector. And that's the case for our judges. We have very hardworking judges. They're very focused on mission um, and, and definitely keeping our eyes on the prize. But it's not, it's not fair to say that the, the lack of stability um, has no impact. You have great, um, you know, unrest concerning the fact that I believe like 12,000 of our, of our fellow employees of SSA have been removed from telework. Uh, but we're under our current contract, so we're under our, our current co- telework agreement. But everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen next. Melissa McIntosh is president of the Association of Administrative Law Judges. Thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.